you guys 2020 Woo! so excited about this year and about studying the Book of Mormon um today we're going to watch a quick clip from Max Bassett's YouTube video um and it's just kind of an it just I don't know it's like a little clip to get us excited about general conference in April but for me it encompasses just the year getting excited about the Book of Mormon getting a, getting excited about building that testimony of the Book of Mormon and the Prophet Joseph Smith and just building on the um just, I don't know, just getting excited about the new year and learning and embedding these truths in our hearts. So let's watch that quick clip and we'll be right back. Joseph. Joseph. In the springtime of the year 2020, it will be exactly 200 years since Joseph Smith experienced the first vision. Hey, Joseph! Seen any visions lately? That event marked the onset of the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ in its fullness, precisely as foretold in the Holy Bible. It has become too dangerous here for everyone. I'm not the only one under threat now. The governor insists that we come to Carthage. How can we leave this behind? A temple we can rebuild. But we cannot replace lives. Miraculously, we have also received the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. This is another witness of the glory of Christ. Thus, the year 2020 will be designated as a bicentennial year. General Conference next April will be different from any previous conference. Thousands of Latter-day Saints from around the world have traveled to Utah to be part of General Conference for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints have come from Africa, Asia, Europe, South America, Australia for this semi-annual General Conference. Welcome to General Conference. I promise you that as you prepare your spirit, you will hear the voice of the Lord. I plead with you to increase your spiritual capacity to receive revelation. As you do, General Conference next April will not only be memorable, it will be unforgettable. about this idea of getting to know the Prophet Joseph Smith better, getting to know the Book of Mormon better, just diving in deep and praying about it and finding, the, finding those testimonies for ourselves. So that little clip just kind of jumpstarts our excitement for the new year. So today we're going to talk about the introductory pages of the Book of Mormon. We're going to quickly run through the Book of Mormon, what it is, where it came from, and then we're going to talk about the Prophet Joseph Smith and the witnesses. They got to witness the Book of Mormon. Okay, so first of all, what is it? <laughs> Most of you watching today know what the Book of Mormon is. Um, but for me, it's just it's just so clearly laid out for us in the introduction of the um, of the scriptures what it is. So in 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 the very first couple, um, well, before we get into what the introduction says, 
The Book of Mormon is journal entries from prophets in the ancient American continent. Okay, so the Indians, ancestors, 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 ancestors. There were, they were people here and the Book of Mormon is going to tell how they got here and then the prophets are going to write their stories and they're going to testify um, of the signs of the birth of the Jesus Christ. They're going to testify of the signs of the death of Jesus Christ and testify that he's going to come and then the highlight of the Book of Mormon is Jesus Christ comes and those that are there get to feel the nail prints in his hands and in his feet and get to know of a surety that he is the savior of the world and the one that the prophets thought the Book of Mormon prophesied of. Um, so we're gonna see two great civilizations and the introduction talks about this. We're gonna see that um, one, so let's, let's just read it. One came from Jerusalem 600, in 600 BC, so about 600 years before Christ and afterwards separated into two nations known as the Nephites and the Lamanites. And we're going to see those two nations and how they're going to kind of battle. And what's going to happen is in the end, the Lamanites are going to kill off the Nephites, except for one. His name is going to be Moroni. He's going to have these records. He's going to, he was given them and given charge to protect them. And the Lamanites hate him and want to destroy him and the records, which we now know as the Book of Mormon. So he hides them into a hill. He hides them in a mountain in a hill. And that's where the prophet Joseph Smith finds them, which we'll talk about later. The second group, the, it says the other, um, the other great civilization that the Book of Mormon talks about, came much earlier when the Lord confounded the tongue, the tongues at the Tower of Babel. And we read that story in the Bible. This group is known as the Jaredites. So that's kind of the second civilization we're going to see in the Book of Mormon. And they kill each other off completely. So we're going to see a lot of wars and a lot of bloodshed. But we see the hand of the Lord throughout the Book of Mormon. We see this thread of the way that he protects those that are faithful, those that keep the commandments. But we're also going to see kind of the way the wicked want the, the wicked work. And um, Satan's kind of devious in the ways that he works. And we're going to see a little bit of that too. But the real... The real thread that is really important for me is just seeing the hand of the Lord throughout throughout the Book of Mormon, and it truly is a testimony of Jesus Christ. That is what it's called. It is another testimony of Jesus Christ. It goes hand in hand with the Bible. So if you think about it, the Bible was written by prophets and apostles over in the Middle Eastern Europe area, and they all wrote their like in their journals. Okay, they like wrote their stories, and then later it got compiled into this beautiful book that we know as the Bible. All those journals got compiled. So we've got their journals. And then we have on another continent, the American continent, this other group of journal entries that get compiled. It's so incredible because they're, they're both written by the power of God, the revelation and prophecy. They're both written by prophets. And they're both these incredible histories and testimonies of Jesus Christ, the Bible and the Book of Mormon. And we read them and we, and we, um, we read them together. And in, in fact, this is my um, Bible and Book of Mormon. <laughs> I've had this for years and years and years and years. And, um, but as you can see, it is one. So we really do love the Bible and the Book of Mormon and we treasure them as one. And then, like we said, the crowning event is when Jesus Christ comes. That's a crowning event. I want to read the last part of the introduction here because it's just so good. And I could not say it this good, you guys. 
We invite all men everywhere to read the Book of Mormon, to ponder in the hearts the message it contains, and then to ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if the book is true. Those who pursue this course and ask in faith will gain a testimony of its truth and divinity by the power of the Holy Ghost. Those who gain this divine witness from the Holy Ghost will also come to know by the same power that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world, that Joseph Smith is his revelator and prophet in these latter days, and that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the Lord's kingdom once again established on the earth preparatory to the second coming of the Messiah. This is so exciting. I have such a strong testimony that if you read and pray about the Book of Mormon, you'll come to know for yourself that it really is truth. It is truth. It was written by true prophets of God, and it was um, Joseph Smith translated it, and he was a prophet of God. So it is so awesome, you guys. So let's talk a little bit about this prophet, Joseph Smith, whom I love so much. And I've told you guys this before, but for those of you who didn't see it, I gained my testimony of the Prophet Smith when I was very young. I went to the visitor center of our, one of our temples and I was watching a, a video about the Prophet Joseph Smith and this feeling just overcame me. I don't remember how old I was, I just remember I was young and I just remember that the feeling penetrated my heart and my mind and I just knew he was a prophet of God. And throughout my life I've had all kinds of wonderful experiences, more than I could share on here. That have gained that have helped me to, to really strengthen that testimony but when i think about the moment that that first came it was that moment in that visitor center when i just came out that day just knowing he was a prophet of god and what i wanted what i want to really emphasize here is it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are or where you are in your life the holy ghost speaks truth no matter what so you can get a testimony for yourself no matter how old or young you are. You can find out for yourself if he really was a prophet of God. So his story, he tells his testimony in here. And this is just as a portion of, of his story. And you can get the, real, the full portion in Joseph Smith history where he talks about first how he um, was reading the scriptures and then he was impressed to go out and pray and he sees God the Father and His Son Jesus Christ and they come to him and he asks, you know, which church to join and they let him know that the church wasn't on the earth at that time. And then he begins to be prepped and prepared, but it's a process. <laughs> he was a young boy and it was a process. And then there's this evening that he talks about here where he's praying. And I love this word supplication that he used here because he's really praying sincerely. Um, so while he's sitting there praying, an angel comes into his room and um, this angel returns uh, two more times at night. So in, in total, three times at night to share with Joseph Smith um, about the, the book that he's going to receive, which is a book about the former inhabitants of this continent. So he's trying, he's prepping him for the Book of Mormon that he's going to receive, but he doesn't give it to him that night. And then he does finally receive the book and is able to translate it through the gift and power of God. And his story is so remarkable. You guys just have to read the whole thing. It's so good. But what's really, really cool is that he's not the only one who got to hold and see and witness the gold plates. Um, there are three witnesses and then later eight witnesses that also testified to the world that they also saw and beheld those gold plates with those writings from the ancient inhabitants of this continent. So it's pretty awesome because he was not the only one. So I want to read to you what one section from the three witnesses. 
And we also know that they, meaning the plates, because right before this they, have, they were talking about how they had seen the plates, the gold plates that later became the Book of Mormon, and that they have been translated by the gift and power of God, for his voice, voice hath declared it unto us, Wherefore, we know of a surety that the work is true. And I love that. They know the work is true, this work that um, of restoring the church of Jesus Christ to the earth. And we also testify that we have seen the engravings which are upon the plates. And they, oh, I lost my place. And they have been shown unto us by the power of God and not of man. Now, these three men bore testimony to the world of this experience they had where they, um, through the power of God, were able to see the plates and behold the writings on the plates. Now, these three men, later in life, struggled and separated themselves, but didn't matter that they separated themselves from the church. They never retracted their words because they know they saw what they saw, and they know it was true. So they never retracted their testimony, even though because of disagreements and arguments, they went their separate ways. None of them ever denied this testimony. And that shows the validity of the testimony. Now, there's eight more witnesses, and I'm gonna read one part from them. And we give our names unto the world, to witness unto the world that which we have seen, and we lie not, God bearing witness of it. Once again, testifying to the whole world, we are not lying. We have seen the plates and the engravings. These things are true. So um, John Whitmer, one of the eight witnesses of the Book of Mormon declared, I have never heard that any of the three or the eight witnesses ever denied the testimony that they have borne. Our names have gone forth to all nations, tongues, and people as a divine revelation from God. So if you think about it, if there was any hesitation in their minds of what they had witnessed, then when the three separated themselves from the church, they would have retracted. But there was no hesitation that what they had seen was true, that they had, in fact, seen the gold plates and that they knew that they, by the power of God, were translated and that, that the work was true. So their testimony says so much about the church and the work. Um, and I love that the Book of Mormon really just solidifies the truce. Um, it talks about here in, um, it's, you know, it's going to teach us so much, you guys. It says it puts forth the doctrines of the gospel. This is in the introduction. Outlines the plan of salvation and tells men what they must do to gain peace in this life and eternal salvation in the life to come. So those of you who have done the Come Follow Me, um, one of the Come Follow Me activities for this week, know that one of the activities was to go through and kind of highlight what some of the, um, how the Book of Mormon titles the Plan of Salvation, because it uses different names for the Plan of Salvation. And I did that, so I'm just gonna run through some of those for you. In 2 Nephi 9.13, it's called the Plan of Our God. In um, 2 Nephi 11.5, it's called the Great and Eternal Plan of Deliverance. You guys, we're going to see so many spiritual, incredible experiences of deliverance in the Book of Mormon. It's so beautiful. Alma 12.32-34, it's called the Plan of Redemption. Um, Alma 24.14, it's called the Plan of Salvation. Alma 41.2, the Plan of Restoration. And Alma 42.15-16 is the Plan of Mercy so many ways of naming 
the plan of salvation, the pl this wonderful plan that our Father in Heaven has for His children. It's all the same plan, and the Book of Mormon really outlines that plan for us um, and just helps us to understand, like it says here in the introduction, how we can gain peace in this life and the life to come. I have such a strong testimony in the Book of Mormon. I love this book with all my heart. I love it so much. I remember there was a time in my life, it was one of the darkest moments of my life, and I remember sitting by myself. I was in a hospital room, and um, I had received some really bad news, <laughs> and I had people coming in who were trying to comfort me, and I just remember holding my scriptures, and I remember reading them, and I got all the peace in the world that I needed right there in the scriptures, in the Book of Mormon. As I read there, as I opened the pages, I was filled with so much peace and so much comfort. And I have done that throughout my life again and again and again when I have needed help, when I've needed strength, um, when I've needed answers. I have just gone to the scriptures, gone to my Book of Mormon, opened it up and just read until that peace came or until that answer came. Um, I know Wendy Nelson extended a challenge. I think it was at a BYU. Uh, where was that? I can't remember. But she extended the challenge where we need, if you have a question, just open the Book of Mormon and read until you have your answer. And it's not always laid out in the words. Sometimes it comes to your heart or to your mind. But the idea is that in the scriptures, in the Book of Mormon, there is truth and there is power. And as you read it, you will find both of those. <laughs> you will find answers. You will find peace. You will find comfort. Um, it is a testimony of Jesus Christ in every way and of his help in our lives. And I am just so excited about this new year and embarking on this Book of Mormon. So join me next week as we cover chapters one through seven. See you next time.